0: Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Hive, H-I-V-E. You can get over 180,000 titles to choose from for your phone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Wretched Hive podcast.
1: I got a bad feeling about this. Mos Eisley Space Force. What are you talking about? We will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious.
2: Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks.
3: That's good news.
2: I like the sound of that. Is episode nine already in trouble? They're already doing rewrites. They just started filming the thing. And JJ is rewriting everything. I don't know what to think. We're going to figure it out tonight on this episode of the Wretched Hive Podcast for Friday, August Woo! 31st. That's Woo-hoo! right. Woo-hoo! 2018. My name is Steve Baldwin, and it's a special episode tonight, Scott. It is. What episode is it, Steve? Why? It's funny you should ask. It's episode
3: 69 what? of the show. Goddamn children! God, Scott is going to finally lose his virginity tonight on a very special episode of the Wretched Hive podcast.
2: That's right, episode sixty-nine, and uh, can we got... just let this play just for the whole, the whole, whole show? Whole, yeah, the whole for... show. <laughs> <laughs> even the Porg takes this. Check it out. Check it out. He's, uh, he's got a big—it's vibrating back his, there. His permanent frown looks a little bit less frowning. <laughs>
0: Guys, is I want to introduce to my, new website, uh, is my new website, Porghub.com. It's my new website, Porghub.com.
2: I'm going to use that joke
1: again through the show.
2: You actually need to uh, buy that URL tonight, Greg. Glenn. That's that's actually really strong. Porghub.com. Just dot
1: com. specializing
3: wow. in Porg porn. Let's turn that uh, Porg so, crown upside down. <laughs> so, so, so in the next staff meeting – when we're discussing why our demographics are not where they should be in the listenership, uh, in the female area, I just want everybody to remember the last three minutes of this show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Got it. All right. Not a problem.
2: Well, <clears throat> let's get to introductions, uh, right off the bat here. Joining as always the Wookiee co-pilot, Greg
0: Lent. TVB just like the Pointer Sisters I am so excited to be here tonight. It is a night for some great Star Wars talk. We almost had a full boat tonight as far as the fifth elusive fifth member of the hive, but he's still out. That's okay. I'm so excited to be here with you guys because There's a lot of news. There's a lot of things going on, and we need to talk about it. And we need to talk about it tonight. There's a ton of stuff. It's like we're in the middle of... (laughs) I
2: thought there was going to be
0: a break, like some downtime
2: in Star Wars news, but never. There Uh, never is. There's no downtime, Scott. I'm sorry. We're going to what? We're going to... fill everybody in? Is that what you... This whole episode is just... Wow. Woo, wow. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> going to fill it in. You all right. that also, ready to go all the time, man. <laughs> Also on the show tonight, he is a lifelong... That's a long time. That's a long time. A lifelong Star Wars fan! Scott! Ivansky! Yeah, lifelong? My God, I'm... Lo- I mean, for you, oh. for you, lifelong, that's like 60... What how old are you? Sixty four now? In dog years. Okay. In dog okay. years. Okay. Uh, I am
1: happy to be here, Steve. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone, seriously. Episode sixty-nine. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. It's going off tonight. We're here. It's Episode sixty nine. Can you believe it? No, I can't believe it. Can not <laughs> believe we're finally here?
0: Oh my goodness. Scott, we've right. been waiting for this moment for two and a half years. <Yeah>.
1: Episode 37 and episode 69, my two favorite episodes.
2: You know who else has been doing for this moment? I know. And finally! Don't shame, darling, don't complain. (laughs) Oh god. We have. The Wretched Hive. Listening is a pain. Dave! I recall
0: the last Jedi opening crawl.
2: Oh, god. So I lost my, lost my, I lost my. I lost my uh, where you're at? My, my, your I lost place. where I'm at. <laughs> please, oh my god! Don't it's
3: this. really a distraction. No. Hearing myself sing is really distracting. Yeah, it
1: is hilarious. It's really, it's really With horrible. all the
3: production meetings we have, it's hard to believe you lost your place on the script. I know. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> what did I say? I said Dave. Dave.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> something. Something around don't ever call him something, right?
3: Yeah. Sounds right.
2: All right. Let's just
1: let this go on so we can hear more of you singing.
2: (laughs) I Honestly, I can't remember what I usually say.
0: I was wondering how long it would be before I would finally break you with one of these. I think (laughs) you finally accomplished it. (laughs) I really thought it
1: was going to be the David Lee Roth one, but...
2: uh... Yeah. All right. Um, It's Dave Potter, people. He's... (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. I confess. (laughs) Don't. Brian Johnson did his best.
0: Ever. Oh, we're going back. Okay. And I mean. I
2: confess. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Brian Johnson did his best. Call him. Don't go shake. (laughs) Harry. What was that? (laughs) potter what is that oh my god what the fuck is that (laughs) 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 ah
3: jesus o-m-g becky oh my god wow good evening good afternoon good morning to you wherever whenever and (laughs) however you are listening to us that's the first thank you to my favorite rebel scum steve baldwin (laughs) special thanks to the uh (laughs) <laughs> to the Wookiee co Greg Lent, who gave me a, a little mini preview last night saying he had something picked out, but he had no idea how he was going to splice it together. And clearly, those were three hours well spent at the office today instead of doing actual work, my friend. <laughs> Woo! I get paid, that, paid that is, the big bucks, sir. I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> that, that is some solid, solid gold work right there. And I... So I, I do have a question for you guys because I think you are way more knowledgeable than me about stuff like this. And I can't call it a trivia question because I truly don't know the answer to it. Mm. But I, And I don't know why, but this just suddenly kind of stuck in my head last week. And it's been bugging me that I don't know the answer to it. And I'm too lazy to Google it. So I waited for this.
2: All right. You got three three geniuses here to help out. Yes. All right. All right. It's not a math question. And just let me go get our wives and girlfriends in here. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah. Okay. But
3: but in the Empire Strikes Back.
2: Okay.
3: Yes. Luke Skywalker is running around Cloud City while Boba Fett is shooting at him. Maybe intentionally missing. Maybe he's just a shitty shot. That's a separate conversation. (laughs) But Luke has his blaster out. And looks very dynamic in all those poses when he's never returning fire. But what is the make and model of Luke's handgun? in that movie. It is a DL44
0: similar to Han Solo's but with a different uh, scope on it.
3: Yes. Yeah. Cuz that's what I thought looking at it but I'm like there's that didn't make any sense to me. But you're you're saying it is the it is the DL44 just a different yes. like sighting yes. thing on it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fact. yeah. There 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 actually maybe another model number in the Star Wars universe like this. The DL44 is a made up Star Wars Gun model, right? It's,
3: you sh- you shut your filthy mouth, sir! Yeah, I, filthy I mouth,
0: so, <laughs> so liar! It it, but the the gun it's based <laughs> off is the is the same model that the that Han Solo is going to space off. It just has it has a tank scope on it, whereas the uh, the other one, the the Han Solo gun had a, a traditional scope mounted on it. Yes,
2: and I think the brand is Blast Tech, right?
0: Uh, Blast Blast Tech. Tech DL forty four. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Yes. Yeah. You're right.
2: Now, does Han get a new one at some point? Because d- does his muzzle, his muzzle in one of the movies is silver. Yeah. Right? It changes. Yeah.
0: Gun metal gray. It's gunmetal. Gun Let's get gray. that. That's... Okay. Because in the there's, first movie, I don't believe it is. No. Yeah. There's the, what they call the Greedo Killer. The one that he uses to shoot Greedo with is, it, it has an entirely different muzzle and nose, which is the, the barrel type that, that goes into the muzzle too. It's, those are both different on the Greedo Killer model
3: got it cuz he had to get a new one after empire cuz Vader confiscated the weapon and then he spent like a year in carbon freeze
2: but the one in empire is has that gunmetal silver gunmetal gray or no i don't remember i'm going to have to go back and watch it, it, it i think the new hope i think it's all black and i think in empire it takes it? on that the gunmetal gray nozzle i thought
1: all black was similar to Luke's outfit in Return of the Jedi.
0: Hmm. That is something to look up. That is interesting. Hmm. I thought the All Blacks were a New Zealand
3: rugby team. Hmm. <laughs> so. huh. Well, if you've ever been a New Zealand rugby team... <laughs> you stole my line!
2: Well, if, if you've ever stolen somebody's line on a podcast, give us a call uh, and tell us all about it at 562-455-4483. That's... Five six two four five five hive or H-I-V-E.
3: In case you can't spell hive or in case you forget your sound cue.
2: You goddamn right. <laughs> and uh, you can also reach us online at therechedhive.net. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash wretched hive podcast. Don't forget we have a new email, and that is show at TheWretchedHive.net. And by the way, you can email us personally. If you want to email me, email me to Steve at TheWretchedHive.net or Scott at TheWretchedHive.net. We'll go oh, to Scott. Please Or Dave or Greg. I, or Nico. I want fan mail. Email us directly. Yes. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Hive Pod, And you can find me personally on Twitter at BaldwinHere. So there you go.
1: Okay, breaking news update for the Wretched Hive. That was model M dash fifty seven of the Blastech D L forty
0: four. Oh. Luke Skywalkers, you mean? Yes. Okay, excellent. So yes. it,
2: so it's a so it's a Blastech
1: product Googling.
0: still. Yes.
1: Do D L forty four model M dash fifty seven.
2: Now did you look up the nozzle issue, the silver versus black? <laughs>
1: I always look up the nozzle. You're <laughs> really sure. asking Scott that question?
2: What kind of what, what kind of research team are yeah. you, man? Come on. He always, oh my he God. always
3: bets on black. <laughs> always bet on black.
2: Alright, we've got some news to cover, uh, guys. Let's get right to it. Um right now. Let's go ahead and jump in. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. <laughs> No, it's not. It's Star Wars news
0: with the Wretched Hive.
1: So be it.
0: Well, don't you do it.
2: Don't. <laughs> big, big news for the Wretched Hive, anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, check this out. That's right. My, the Eagles Live! on the wretched High podcast episode Woo. 69 and you might be wondering why we're playing the eagles well i the think eagles, greg wants to loosen
1: his load That's the eagles what I think.
2: made some news and we have to hear greg lent comment on this because the, the eagles greatest hits recently became the all-time number 1 selling us album and i figured we really needed to cover this because Ooh. if you're a listener to the to the uh, wretched eye podcast been listening for a while Oh, listen to those beautiful, beautiful voices. You know that somebody on this show has a great affection for the Eagles and for their dynamic huh. songwriting.
1: Is, it, is that huh. the captain of the Millennial Falcon?
2: No. No. It is not the captain of the it's, Millennial is Falcon. It Dave, don't uh, ever. It's not me Dave. Okay. It's not you, it's not me. It's Greg oh. Lent, of huh. course. Big fan of uh glenn fry and the rest of the Eagles. so so greg i'm just wondering if you have anything to say and and congratulating the eagles on their big their big rise to the number one spot on u.s albums sales well, of
0: all time i have to say i got a couple things to say about this so i'm right, gonna well. need a couple i gotta i'm gonna need a couple minutes for this so, so here we so, go so, so bear with me okay so, so first of all congratulations to the eagles as a band because <laughs> as, sh- uh, as shitty as they are, uh, they've been very popular for years and years and years. Created hit after hit after hit with songs that have lasted my entire lifetime, and I'm sure will last well beyond the time I'm gone off this mortal coil, shuffled off this mortal coil into mm, the great beyond. Mm, well said. That being said, Glen Fry, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> This has been commentary <laughs> from Greg Lent. And I, and I can also confirm, after hearing from a friend of mine, Don Henley is also a dick. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, we've known that for years. Yeah. So, good music, 30% dips. Three <laughs> Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. Ah.
3: The immortal words I of Dennis Lee. There you go. How long All right, take the ponytail now. I, God, I, 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 do have a public <laughs> service message though. To for anybody out there who wants to assist Greg Lent in his hour of need here,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you're, you're Greg Lent's only hope. If people <laughs> could download, stream, or even better yet write some kind of hacker script for Spotify or Pandora <laughs> to automatically play Michael Jackson's Thriller, <laughs> the current number two album all time on Billboard's list. If you could do something like that to jack up the numbers so that it could reclaim the number one spot from the Eagles, you would make Greg Lent a happy man, mm. like a you legit know, happy man.
0: I do have, been I doing have to make it my life's goal to get that script Onto every dark web forum I can possibly get onto, just so we can start having all the computer. I want, I want a Russian hacker style invasion <laughs> of every computer in the Americas so where every computer is just streaming thriller all at the same time. Yeah. That's and what where, I want,
3: guys. Where is President Trump when we need him on things like this? I mean, he can call on foreign hackers to go after <laughs> a presidential opponent, but. He can't try to defend the sanctity of the Billboard Music Charts from the Eagles. Yeah,
1: this seems like right up his alley, right?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, that's right up his hey, something.
1: Just so you know, I'm on it, Greg. I've been listening a lot to Thriller lately, so mm. Spotify.
0: You're not, you're not listening to it enough. Mm.
3: Hey, so- did you guys know? Seriously, Thriller was never a number one hit, according to Billboard. What? The song it itself. It did not hit the song number the one. Thriller. Yeah. I I don't know why I found one of those stupid internet clickbait lists. It was like Michael Jackson's best number one songs and Thriller is not on the list. It never actually hit number one. Neither did uh, PYT.
2: Wow. It's kind of surprising. I was a little shocked about Thriller since it's only the
3: greatest video known to man.
2: Directed by?
3: John Landis.
2: There you go. Or Bob Iger. I forget. Uh, I don't think it was Bob Iger. Bob Iger. I don't think he had anything to do with it. All right. Well, um, thanks, Greg, for that commentary, and I'm, I'm glad we covered that. I, I thought it was important that we uh, honor the Eagles and the great band that they are, and uh, we confirm that... Uh, <coughs> this is all that, I have uh, to say right
3: here. Let's <laughs> Glenn <I's> a dick. <laughs>
0: Bob Iger. Bob Iger. <laughs> I'm leave the play in the background guys. All right. Go
2: ahead. Uh, I'm going to play the John Wayne bit from last week if you do that again. I swear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Don't make me take away everybody's soundboards for the rest of the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We actually have some Star Wars news uh, and we better cover it because let's see we're well we're about 18 minutes into the show so maybe we should talk about Star Wars yeah, it's this. about normal for us yeah you is. can you can hear the listeners just stopping their podcasts and switching over to stuff you should know as as I speak um all right let's let's get into this guys there I know yeah the uh, the screen I have up is the sexorama on uh, on the old YouTube there. Yeah. Right. This is going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show. All right. Let's get back to it, guys. Star Wars Episode 9. There's a bunch of news about this movie that's not it's what are we? I guess December 2019, so we're 16, 17 months away.
0: Yeah.
2: Or so. Thanks Han Solo. Thanks Solo. <laughs> um so the news hit this week that uh Sotomo, who of course plays Chewbacca now in in the uh Star Wars films um, Cancelled an appearance At a con uh, Rose City Comic Con This is according to, well this is a Reddit Story, it was pretty well covered Uh, Star Wars News uh, Net.com Covered This and uh, indicated that um, He was going back To episode 9 The episode 9 set To do reshoots Hmm. So you might be asking yourself Reshoots That doesn't make any sense. They just filmed, they just started filming episode nine. Well, according to this article, they filmed some, a lot of Chewie's scenes for nine during the filming of Solo. And it kind of makes sense if he's in the suit and they've got a set ready. Why not film some stuff in the Falcon and, and so forth, right? But you may be asking yourself also, why would they have to reshoot things? Well, the rumor is... That, and this is on movieweb.com now, everyone's favorite source of movie news. Yeah, yeah. Movieweb.com. J.J. Abrams rewrote Star Wars 9 at the last minute because of Lando. Say your goodbyes now. Star Wars (laughs) 9 is officially three weeks into production, although apparently some last minute changes needed to be made to the story. If a new rumor is to believe, J.J. Abrams rewrote the script right before shooting got underway, and it sounds like it's all Chewbacca and Lando's fault. So there's some information coming out of Lucasfilm that uh, Junas Sutomo traveled back for reshoots, and uh, he's uh, filming specifically some scenes with Lando. So, So here's the funny thing. Here's
1: my question about this. He's filming as Chewbacca during Solo,
3: which takes place prior to A New Hope. Correct? He has to reshoot. I'm I'm impressed you strung that timeline together on the first try, Scott.
1: With the amount of alcohol that's in me tonight, yes. But the reshoots of filming filming that's already done where he was as Chewbacca for Last Jedi covers a what? sixty year period. So he had to have a different suit, different makeup, just for those
2: specific shoots for Last Jedi. Wasn't the wasn't the Chewy in Last Jedi a little bit grey? Right. Right. He's, he's older yeah.
1: in a sense that he's a Wookiee, but I'm still I mean, he still had that aged look. Yeah. Unlike the solo Chewbacca, which really looks like a really young Chewbacca. Hmm. So they went to a lot of effort to film these extra scenes that apparently we didn't know about until now. So that just seems, that seems weird to me. Hmm. That they went to all that effort for just a couple shots of Chewbacca.
2: Well, the issue I have with this is do we... And this was, again, widely reported by the Internet Echo Chamber. Yeah. Do we have confirmation that Billy D. Williams is in 9? Have we heard from Lucasfilm on this?
0: Yes, it's been, yeah. it's, it's been officially announced. It's been officially okay. announced. All right. Yeah. So, so this yeah, is we, happening. We we, met, we mentioned that two weeks ago on the podcast, Steve. We I don't did. know if you were listening or not. Uh,
2: I wasn't here for that. Oh, oh sh- shit! <laughs>
3: um, <no. laughs> I, I I do recall that conversation. It, just, right. it so, just got real. And I just and... I I, I got to ask a question real quick. Who's being a bigger dick to Steve tonight, me or Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the judge is ruling on this. I don't know.
1: Oh, the night's not over. I've got a special surprise for <laughs> oh, him tonight. Right. Yeah, that's right. I do. Steve a...
0: Steve brought that eagle shit into the house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, technically you were being an ass before the show started, Woo! so I guess so I guess
1: Greg I guess Greg gets the I'm stealing your drink. It's strong. I guess Greg gets the, uh, the, the award. the awards
0: Explodes tonight.
1: That's
2: a
0: little strong. Ooh.
2: Wow,
3: that is strong. So... What the
2: hell did you put in that?
3: <laughs> The wrong so, mixture. i because I, I think I think Scott, you're making some valid points. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, my my mockery and snarkiness. I don't want to to shy away from that. That's okay. But I do want to ask: how far down the rabbit hole of movie web do we really want to go here? Because <laughs> we have all kind of agreed that movie web is. <laughs> not the most reliable of internet news sources and the no. internet itself is not a reliable news source <laughs> as a whole oh. and mostly i post movie web stories to our discussion thread cause i'm just trying to troll greg and get a reaction out of him because i'm like <laughs> five or something but i, I what i was but if uh, reshooting something that may have already been shot it let's just say for a second that it's true so if they had this idea that maybe they were shooting something a, like, say, a flashback sequence where they would need you know the nice, clean, pristine Millennium Falcon set and it's already up there, right? sure, why wouldn't they take the opportunity to do something like that? Right. And if they had to go back and redo it for whatever reason or if they added a scene in that they didn't have before, I mean, I don't – I just worry that even if it's true and I'm taking it at face value that he had a con appearance and canceled it to do some shooting, I – I don't understand why it's that big of a deal. We've all talked about how these things are kind of a evolving, living process, and especially early on, if they suddenly realize, "Oh my God, wouldn't it be great if we did this?" Hell yes, get him on a plane and get him over here. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. If we were, you know, this time next year. I would say absolutely, you know, press the panic button at this point, yeah,
1: right, but that's my point is why put out all that extra information other than to give us misinformation just to throw us off? That's fine. Don't say anything at all. you know there could be some other issue that he can't make the con, but why go to the extent of saying we're doing reshoots with a an actor who's playing a younger version of Chewbacca on the set of solo that he shot for last Jedi? I mean or not last jet I uh, the last film
3: episode nine
1: why go through all that why do all that that just seems pointless to me
3: I, it, unless they know, they know that you know that they know that you know <laughs> well
2: saying, part, part of me is wondering that. here because of of the whole movie web thing and greg sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but
0: no i was um, gonna say it's, it's 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 all just clickbait i mean that's why they yeah. put it out there because it's clickbait it, it's <sighs> I, I i would be surprised if there's not reshoots in a year's time from now when we're, you know, only a... Well, not a year's time, but at least I'm expecting there's going to be some... Because re- they're doing ph- photography now, to my understanding. Yeah. They'll break, yeah. and then they'll come back again. I'm guessing May or
3: June they'll do another round of, of, of shooting. Absolutely. yeah. And they've already planned for that and built it in. I see where you're exactly. going with this. Right, exactly. right.
2: Well, and they, they may not be reshooting scenes that are already shot so that Lando could be in the scene. That might be reshooting his his elements of certain scenes because Lando's in the, like not reshooting something, but adding a shot. So it's, and it's just being quoted as a reshoot. Right. So it's a misquote or a mis. It's misinformation. Right.
1: That's, yeah. that's the problem I'm having with it, but that,
2: you know, and in fairness to movie web, they're quoting an article from star Wars, news. Dot net. Star Wars, news. Dot, uh, yeah. Star Wars, Dot. Com. Sorry. Star Wars, Dot. Com was the original source of
0: the story. And I have it here. Um, Fake news. Yeah. So, you <laughs> know, guys, I've got go. it on great sources that they're actually yeah. filming Lando's funeral. So, there no, you go. Oh, it. It. There you go. I wow.
3: knew it. Yeah. Oh. And by great sources, I mean a memo that I wrote myself while I was on the toilet this morning. I poop memoed.
2: People are saying. And we actually. It's, we, we have...
3: it's tremendous. It's the biggest thing. It's the greatest thing. So many people are talking about it. <laughs> give me some give me some Trump over this. Hold on. There it is. It's the greatest thing ever. It's oh the greatest god. thing ever. I go down, she goes down. Oh my god. It's huge. It's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. All right. Enough of that nonsense. I'm going to have to bring my some god. Stormy Daniels in here. Man.
2: Oh. Oh, does she
1: have so, an album? Before
3: people think I'm being too partisan. I My, my college girlfriend actually got a, a big kick out of this, but uh, she had a bunch of Jay and Silent Bob comic books, and she <laughs> thought it was the funniest damn thing in the world if I would read the Jason Muse part aloud in a Bill Clinton accent.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you had a Clinton. Let's hear some Clinton. Uh,
3: I, I, it's, too, it's too late at night to Clinton. I have to be awake. There's a certain phlegmy raspiness that you have to get that I just can't do this late at night. Yeah, it's right. tough. It's okay. tough.
2: Well, we could do your Clinton and my uh, mother from Life of Brian. That might be an interesting scene we could do because I, <laughs> I can nail that. Woo. Clinton can nail that too. I'm sure. All it right. Um, oh uh, you guys. Moving cuts. on, moving on, moving on. Um, so the other piece of Star Wars 9 News that's legit. Now, we've got legit sources reporting this. Um, there's been some casting announcements very recently, the last couple yes. days. Yeah. And this is fun. This is really fun. We're looking at some guy named Matt Smith. What? Yeah, the doc- Doctor Who himself. Wow. Matt Smith has been assigned, has signed to be in Star Wars. <laughs> He's been assigned uh, to be in Star Wars from- Episode Nine. Of course, uh, Matt Smith
0: was, uh, was the, the 11th Doctor. In the Doctor Who series. A huge fan favorite also. Yes. As as far as the recent Doctors, he was very popular. And he had a very good run if you're a fan of Doctor Who. He was very, very good in that role. But also recently nominated for an Emmy for his work in The Crown. The The Crown is
2: solid. Really? Really good. Okay. Really, really good He plays Prince
0: Philip, the Queen's husband. The Queen's husband, Ah, yeah. All
2: right. Yep. And uh, the young British actress that plays the queen, uh, the young Queen Elizabeth, hot. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. She's definitely, she's got it going on. I thought you were going to give that music to Matt No, but she really is. She's really a a very nice-looking young lady, and that's a great show. Okay. Really well-acted. All right. Uh, I'm with
0: Dave. You're going to have to lose your soundboard privileges here pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) I,
3: I don't. I don't think I could be more uncomfortable if I was that porg <laughs> behind you. Well,
2: it's an episode sixty-nine celebration. That's, that's all I'm saying tonight. <laughs> Woo! On the wretched. It Hire. is hot over here. And it is all right. Just playing music. All right, another big announcement uh, was Lost Veteran, and this is oh. oh shoot, I wrote his name down here. It's uh, not going to help. Dominic Monaghan, of course. Oh. Thank you, oh, from yeah. Lost. Yeah, um, and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was going to say
1: One it, of the Hobbits.
2: He's Pippin. Is he Pippin? Yes. Okay. Nice pull. I
1: hope. I hope I got that right. Or
0: was he Merry? Or was he Pippin? Or I think he Mary? was. I think he was Merry. <laughs>
3: hmm. I'm pretty sure he was Merry. Was he? He was. Good. He was either yeah. Merry or Pippin. He was Pippin, one of those Pippin two. Was, Pippin was the fool of a Took. If I remember right, that Gandalf was always yelling, "You fool of a Took." Maybe he was both. Was and he? That, both? Was <laughs> that was the other guy. That was That was Billy Boyd. Billy Boyd. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: My bad. I got him mixed up. Now. Wasn't he? Wasn't he a midget back in the seventies? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was. Uh, oh my God!
0: That was Billy. What the hell? That he was Billy in the... Barty? Billy Barty. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought he was Shazam. I thought he was Shazam. You yeah. know what I think of midgets in the 70s? Oh, no. That's Billy
2: Bastion. <laughs> I'll tell you what I
1: Damn, think. Damn, it's, it's going to be a long show with...
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought Billy Batson was the, an actress on, what was it, Knott's Landing or something like that? <laughs> oh, my God. That's
3: a deep cut, sir. That's
0: Now, Dominic Monaghan. Barbie Benton is who we're going for there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That is a deep cut.
3: Deep cut.
0: I'm sorry. That's all the BB names I could think of. Oh, my God. <laughs> so well, I... yeah,
3: bb <laughs> I was, was going to BB, say BB-8. I thought that was Captain Kirk's first wife from the Wrath of Khan.
1: Oh. Oh, oh damn.
3: BB? <laughs> Dave.
2: BB-Besh. BB-Besh. Nice. Good pull. Wow. This is – It's out of control. Whenever I think of BB-Besh. All right. Um – so Dominic Monaghan, yes. actually huge Star Wars fan. I saw an in, an, um, an interview with him a few years ago, and he's got a, a a Yoda quote tattooed on his arm. Really? And I think it's something like, um, you know, uh, illuminated, illuminated beings we are, not this crude flesh. Whatever the line is, hmm. something like that. Yeah, uh, luminous, luminous beings we
3: are. If it said something like "Why my arm?" you read that would be even funnier.
2: <laughs> now, last casting announcement for nine is Greg Grunsberg Nine. nine! <laughs> uh, Greg Grunsberg another JJ Abrams favorite, who it was re- most recently on Snap, and he was or he was Snap, excuse me, in most recently in uh, the Force Awakens, X-wing pilot. Oh. Yeah.
3: Snap Wexley? Am I remembering
2: that right? Yeah, good pull. Oh, from so, uh
1: from uh oh god, how can I forget this? Um the 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 superhero heroes. Good
2: god. Oh, he was in Heroes. Wasn't I he? I didn't watch that show. <gasps> really? I yeah, I got to plug in. I've heard it's pretty good.
1: Uh the first first season, definitely the first. Who's
2: season. the what's the show with Jennifer Garner?
3: Uh, Alias Alias. yeah I think
2: he's an Alias
3: he is because he's in everything J.J. Abrams does because they've known each other since they were four and I have been told that whenever he reads a trade magazine it's like oh J.J. Abrams is doing this he calls his buddy up and says hey that's great what am I playing (laughs) wow
0: that's
1: funny (laughs) that's how you gotta do it man that's how you gotta do it
3: must be nice
1: that's that he's in Heroes right that's the guy Snap Wexley Wesley is that his name wow
0: Yes, he was in Heroes. I forget which character he was. He was one of the main ones in the first season, though. But yes, yes he was in Heroes.
1: Absolutely. He's the security guard.
2: Yeah. That's all I know.
0: I'll take your word for it.
2: Yep. All right. All right, we've got to move on a little bit no to way. some no, news. No, we
1: don't. No.
0: Some news about
2: Guardians. What? we got to go
0: through all of uh, Greg Grunsberg's <laughs> filmography right now. All right, let's IMDb oh, Greg Grunsberg. <laughs> See how
2: many J.J. Abrams, Abrams projects he's been in.
0: Um,
2: all right, so uh, we've got to get back to this, guys. We've been covering this story about James Gunn for the last month or so. Uh, Some news, and this is on HollywoodReporter.com Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Production has been put on hold. Uh, Now this is exclusive to HollywoodReporter.com. Crew members who are assembling for pre-production are being dismissed and are free to look for new work. The production of Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 is being put on hold for the time being as Marvel and Disney regroup on the project. Sources... Tell the Hollywood Reporter. Hmm. Uh, so, guys, what do you think about this one? Uh, obviously, we have a disgruntled cast who uh, combined to to came together to write a uh, a, uh, a plea for Disney to rehire James Gunn. We covered yeah. this in the last weeks, uh, the last couple of episodes. Yeah, um, is this Scott being put on hold? For that reason, or or is there something else going on here that that you'd like to well extrapolate on?
1: A, as much as I think it might be, it might be because there's been a couple cast members that have, have made a point to say that they don't want to continue if uh, if
2: without gun, yeah, without gun.
1: Ow. and um, yeah, so it, it kind of looks that way, but it also could be you know, volume three is something that is in that production part or the phase. Where there's a lot of other stuff going on with Marvel right now, I know Dave's got a lot of stuff to probably say about this, but mm. that's kind of my feeling is like it's kind of the best of those two situations. Maybe mm. it's giving them enough time to work out the differences that they have with uh, uh, who is it Dave Batista who's yeah. who was the one that was
3: Dave yeah, Batista?
1: The, yeah. Well,
3: he he's under contract, so
1: yeah, but, he's going to
3: act in the movie. But he's, he's been—he's
0: been the one that's most vocal about he's it. This been very that's what vocal. He's very vocal going yeah. for yeah. yeah.
1: And, and he, I believe, said that he didn't want to be a part of it if James wasn't coming back. So, well, what, well what he, he actually said, said, he,
2: said, he, said he, he wouldn't do it. Although he's he under said, contract. To your point, Dave. Right.
3: Yeah, he said he wouldn't do it if they didn't use the script that Gunn turned in. Oh. That oh. if they if they rewrote the script and that Gunn wasn't and that that draft wasn't used as primary source material he would ask to be released from the contract.
1: Okay, I need to look back at those sources because I thought it was actually if Gunn didn't come back, not his script. Hmm.
3: No. So that are you, you're positive on that? I am one, I am dead positive on that one. Well, okay. you're, you're
2: right. spot on in terms of uh, what ScreenRant.com is reporting, Dave. Okay. Um, it says, Why Disney fired James Gunn as director but are keeping him as a writer? Uh, so the article states, as uh, after firing James Gunn of the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, from Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Disney apparently has no plans to bring the director back, yet still intends to use his script, meaning his name will be on the finished product. Uh, if Disney is so intent on erasing Gunn's name from the project, why not remove him entirely instead of just taking him out of the director's chair? Um, fans have pleaded with the mega corporation to reinstate Gunn. Uh, But that doesn't mean, uh, because they're not reinstating him, he'll be off the project entirely. It's not all that uncommon for directors to be removed from projects, even in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. And it's usually a fairly pain-free ordeal. For instance, uh, Edgar Wright left Ant-Man during the early stages of production. Patty Jenkins did the same with... um, can, or she can do the, th- the same with Thor: The Dark World, and most people won't know the difference. Um, so why are they keeping him on? Why are they going to use his script script and keep him on if they want to distance themselves from this project, Dave?
3: It, I believe, it has something to do with Writers Guild Association rules. I think it would be virtually impossible for them to do, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and have it be such a complete break from what he's established and storylines and characters that he set up and introduced through his writing. I think it's virtually impossible for them to do this project and not have James Gunn's name on it somewhere. And candidly, just from a marketing standpoint, using Gunn's script is probably the best way to ensure that there isn't a full on straight up boycott of the movie. Because Gunn will get, Paid for that work, and he's probably going to get residual work from it too. Yeah, I I
1: want to agree with Dave, but also, I mean, if you really look at what what Batista has threatened, I think that has that actually plays a little bit into this. Mm. I think there's a little bit more here going on. Uh, I know Disney wants to s- stick to its guns, mm-hmm. uh, excuse the pun, mm-hmm. but. I seriously think that there is some bigger issue here. There could be bigger fallout from this than what we're actually seeing. So
2: so I really want to hear from Greg on this yeah. because, Greg, you came out very strongly and said you won't see the movie if James Gunn doesn't direct it. Does this news about them using the script change your thinking on that at all?
0: Uh, No, I'll wait for it to come on video. I, I, I won't see a big need to go, go – uh, Go to the theater to go see it. Uh, I'm happy sitting back and sitting on the sidelines for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it, it was a, it was a dumb move. It was a reactionary. Uh, it was it was not investigated at all. Uh, the allegations, you know, the allegations were serious. I mean, we can we can call them what they are, uh, but you they didn't handle it properly. I I you know not in a way that I felt was satisfactory towards all the parties involved. Um, yeah. It was it was it was lame and, and it was it was it was it was Wade jumping the gun too early and and it was unfair to a guy who brought them a lot of success. I don't think I don't think they did a solid by him and 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 I I don't think I want to support Disney doing that. They're that's not, not going to affect anything overall. I'll still go see Avengers four when that comes out. I'll still go see Captain Marvel when that comes out. Um, I'll still go see Star Wars when that comes out. But, you know, I, th- this is this will be my silent little protest. My my, you know, fifty dollars from my family won't go towards seeing Guardians of the Galaxy three in the theater.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And, and Dave, I, I'm sorry, Greg, have you have you passed on any
0: of the Marvel films at the theater? You've seen them all right in the theater. Um, you know, it's and I'm and I'm it's. I'm, it's not ringing any bells, but I, I may have actually skipped Doctor Strange in the theater, which I actually regret because I like that movie a lot. After wow. watching it a couple times on Netflix, I Did. may have skipped that one in the theater though.
2: I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love Doctor Strange. I think yeah. it's great. I actually
3: bought that on iTunes. Yeah. I saw um, it twice in the theater took it with
2: me on, the, on a trip
3: recently. And, it's a good movie. Yeah. And here's the thing about Disney and Guardians Volume Three. I honestly, I think a push came to shove. I think Disney to save you know, what it perceives to be corporate face, if they had to walk away from Guardians 3 all together, I think they would. I think they would just leave a hole in the movie production schedule and only put out two Marvel movies one year. Mm. If it came down to it, if the cast revolted enough on it, because from their perspective, I'm not saying it's right, I'm not at all trying to argue that, but from their perspective as a corporate overlord, if the actors start rebelling to that level, you've got an inmates running the asylum scenario and they can't allow that as a corporate overlord no i think they if they had to just from a long-term business perspective oh fine then we'll just walk away from doing the movie that's we don't care
1: wow i i i agree with dave on a lot of stuff but dave right now i disagree with you you're first of all you're comparison you're comparison com- comparing <laughs> good god man what did you put in that drink you got take por- you got pork juice in there or something oh, you're comparing actors <laughs> who have a legitimate cause to inmates. That's a horrible thing. And you use the term corporate overlords. That's my problem with this whole situation. These are people that should be humans making a, a, a responsible decision and they're not. That's the problem. And you're gonna come back with an argument that it's, it's for the stockholders. Again, that's the
3: problem. I you, you I maybe you blipped over the part where I said I'm not trying to argue or defend it. I'm just saying what I what I think their perspective is. Okay,
1: I'm not arguing with you, but I'm arguing with that point. Okay. So that's and, and I'm sorry if I'm coming across that way. It's not a personal. No, it's okay. Thing, but that's okay. my problem with Disney is Disney has a chance to stand up and be the better corporation, where many others have failed in the past. They could actually represent a change in not just their business model but show people that it's okay to look over something and make a legitimate, responsible decision on something like this. Especially when they, okay, you want to bring stockholders into this, or I will. You can look at the fact that this is a man who wrote, and I mean, we know what has happened with him, and we have already read the apologies from 10 years ago. My problem is, is they're not looking at the fact, if they're talking about stockholders and money, if this is just strictly about that, they're not making the decision based off of that. They're basing it off of reactionary response. And that's where they should step up and say, whoa, this is who we are as a company. You guys need to see what we're doing. And it's the right decision because we've discussed it. And we have decided that this person who made some mistakes in the past prior to any contracts regarding his current uh, you know uh, employment with us we're moving forward with him, and we 're going to stand behind our guy. This is what scares me about corporations is that they don't have excuse me the balls to stand up to people like these the scare tactics that you see on these little online bloggers. I mean, what if we started saying something about a company that we didn't particularly like? I know some of us have right or left wing you know tendencies when it comes to politics. What if we start going on a rampage and we force somebody or Get a big enough following or audience to make a big enough voice heard, that it scares somebody into doing the wrong thing. That's my problem with this. Sorry, did I just go off on that too much? Thank you.
0: No, you're absolutely correct. I mean, that's what we're all worried about, Scott. I think we're all worried about that, and that's exactly what happened here. Is they listened to some internet troll, regardless of his political affiliation, he is strictly just a troll. They listened to this troll, right? And they and they and they made a rash decision. It was an incorrect decision.
3: Yeah, right. no, I, no disagreement here. Yeah, I'm just saying that from their perspective, if they've stopped pre-production, and the language that I hone in on that you that you read, Steve, was, and people are free to look for other jobs. Right. This is not just, oh, we're shutting things down like we did on Solo for a couple weeks, and everybody's going to come back and still be employed. Or on uh, Mission Impossible Fallout when Tom Cruise broke an ankle on a stunt and they had to shut things down for eight weeks. People were not free to look for other jobs in that scenario. They were keeping the crew together. Here they said everybody's free to look for another job. I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy is going into that release slot that we've all been kind of looking at and talking about for that movie, like in the first part of 2020. And if they take it out of that slot, I don't know that it's going to come out in 2020. I think they may just have two Marvel movies that year instead of three.
1: But doesn't that set a dangerous precedent for how they handle the situation? It's almost like they don't want to. They would rather fire the people that are are standing behind somebody and for the right reason as opposed to almost like causing any conflict with their their audience or, or whoever, stockholders or whoever. It's like... Why can't a company stand up and say we're doing the right thing and, you know, maybe make the same amount, maybe make a little bit less. But stand up for something. That that frightens me mm-hmm. in a society in the society that we're living in right now. Especially Disney. I mean Disney owns half the world.
2: And I'm not joking about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, so I think that we're in agreement yeah. with what you're saying. Um and, and from these guys you know the the crew that work on film they they're they're under contract to they're like you know freelance almost right so they they if right. if their movie closes they've got to go find work somewhere else so I think I read this as like you know we don't know how long this is going to go on right yeah but we're not firing anyone but we don't want to hold anyone up
1: well that's you know again that's nice for the actors the actors probably have something written into their contracts most likely I mean you're talking about you know Actors who are getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about an entire movie crew. That's it's like what you see when you go see a movie. You see those federal, like the FBI warnings up there. A lot of people are involved in this. Please don't steal our movies. I get that. However, these are people now who don't have those types of contracts written up are now being told move move along. Possibly, if that's the case. Theoretically, I should say that because it hasn't. Disney hasn't actually said that. They're just kind of putting it on hold, but if that's what we're talking about, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of people that could be put out of a job and have to find something else.
2: Yeah.
1: So I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of a shitty move on Disney's part. For me.
3: I know we all agree. <laughs> or somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying this is not this is not a small thing that's happening. All right. This guys. is this is what it means.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And. I, I just I'm just saying I don't think it's a big leap to just say if it becomes too much of a of a problem for them that they could just wash their hands of the whole thing.
1: Okay, I'm not only with Greg on this, but uh, you you'll find me in front of the park picketing. So uh, just join me anytime you want.
2: All right, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm missing. Uh, you're not serious about that
3: no but play
1: play the porn music
2: we need some we need some porn music my god all right so talking about internet trolls that cause damage right
3: oh this is a rough segue here it is it is
2: uh well actually it's there's kind of an upside to this story guys because star wars actress kelly marie tran oh yeah was, was basically forced off of uh, I think it was Instagram was her was her social media of choice. That was her outlet? Okay. Uh, yeah, that was her outlet. And she was trolled so hard by <laughs> a-holes. How hard was she trolled? Oh, she was trolled so, so hard that she actually dropped off what? of Instagram, closed her account, said sayonara, I'm out of here, I'm done. And she's not the first one who's done it either, right? No, no. No, exactly not. Nope. She's uh, she's not the first, and probably not the last. But she that was what that was a few months ago that she dropped her account and closed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, she came back in a big way. Oh. Uh, this week, um, on this uh, story is covering it here on the Boston Boston Globe.com, August twenty first. Uh, Star Wars actress, Kelly Marie Tran, is speaking out about racist tropes and online harassment. Writing for the first time about why she deleted her Instagram account this summer. Tran, who is Asian American, wrote a powerful essay published Tuesday in the New York Times website that she uh, deleted her social media account because of the racist trolls harassing her and that they val- they seem to validate what she was taught by society and by the media growing up that as a woman and a person of color, she could only be a minor character. So she comes out and says... Their words reinforced a narrative I'd heard my whole life that I was, quote, other, unquote, that I didn't belong, that I wasn't good enough simply because I wasn't like them. Um, And she goes on to write that I'm not the first person to have grown up this way. This is the world I grew up in, but not the world I want to leave behind. So she's turning this into a positive where she now has a platform. People are paying attention to her. She's an actress in a huge film, and she's using her fame and her position for good. She says, I want to live in a world where children of color don't spend their entire adolescence wishing to be white. You might know me as Kelly, she wrote, but I'm the first woman of color to have a leading role in a Star Wars movie. I'm the first Asian woman to appear on the cover of Vanity Fair. My real name is Lone, and I'm just getting started. So, you know, the the one of the wonderful things about the Me Too movement and what we're seeing in, you know, sideline groups, uh, groups that have been side-line, sidelined, um, that are under fire even more now than ever, um, thanks to many factors, but one of them being certainly our current political structure and, and those that are in power in Washington, um, I, I would say have, a, have something to do with this phenomenon. People are pushing back, and I I'm I'm encouraged by this to see that you know there's so much outcry for the James Gunn situation. There's a lot of outcry and support from Kelly Marie for Kelly Marie Tran, and um, this is a good thing, Scott. So I think people are agreeing with what you're saying yeah. that we can't let this go on, and we've got to, you know, those that have been traditionally sil- sidelined. Now's your chance to stand up and and. Um, you know, have support from people that care.
1: Hey, man! Terminator X and Flavor Flav said it best: "Fight the power." Fight the power.
3: Mm-hmm. And you know take what? The power back.
1: Here's the funny thing: I wholeheartedly support this and agree. Um, and we've argued on this show not about what—I mean, we've discussed what happened to her in mm-hmm. particular—but we've had discussions about the movie itself, whether we like it or not whether we like certain characters or not. And I know we've discussed her character. And I don't blame her for that character. I blame the people that in, were involved in that. And however, mm-hmm. in the writing process and creating that character and in the, in the story arc that we've discussed. And as much as we have fun on this show about this, this is a very serious issue. And I wholeheartedly back and support what she's doing right here. In fact, I think her, her letter is her that she wrote is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and again, I think... There's more involved. 99% of this should target these people that are just hate-filled idiots that are out there. But I also think there's another issue that's kind of underlying here and that they should be writing better characters for these people, for Mm -hmm. everybody, for all of the people that are involved in these types of films, Um, especially if you wanna get uh, minority characters into leading roles and have them great. I think there's so many wonderful, talented people out there of all backgrounds, all colors, And she could be one of those people. I really think, I mean, she's a fine actress. I think what she did on screen was fine. But my problem was, is the people who wrote that part for her, I think could have done a better job for her. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And again, like any actor or actress, you have to give them the credit for trying to make it the best that they can.
2: Well, and I think people, uh, critics of the film were confusing and conflating her with her character right. and who she is with how it was written yeah. and the two kind of got intermixed in the criticisms of the film, unfortunately And um, but she's coming back she's she's not going to stand on the sidelines and I was sad when she dropped her social media yeah. I wanted to see her fight back and maybe she just needed some time to regroup and, and now she's doing it, so well, good, good on her good on her uh, and again it's not those people that are the villains
1: I think they could do a better job it's the people we know are the villains so yeah. let's let's just knock that crap off people
2: knock that shit off people yeah seriously um, actually Hayden Christensen weighed in in support of her and just said look basically don't you know he. I know a little bit about you know Star Wars trolls <laughs> um, don't take it too seriously most people love you and the ones that are the haters unfortunately are the loudest so you know, don't take it too personally. And then he started to whine
3: about sand. And then he complained about I was, sand. I was going to say, I'm impressed Hayden Christensen was able to put the uh, the bond pipe down long enough to type out <laughs> such a thoughtful message.
2: Dude. Oh, <laughs> Actually, it was during an interview. It was not a not a written thing. But, uh, yeah, it was a <laughs>
3: – is he a big toker, huh? I, I I had read somewhere that people were amazed at just how high he was shooting episodes oh. two and three.
0: Oh, yeah. That he
3: would just uh, – Hang out with the crew and and get lit and I think he was hanging
0: out with Dave Filoni. actually is what he was doing. <laughs> Shh <laughs> Filoni
2: doesn't do pot, come on. <clears throat> oh my god. Seriously? He doesn't
0: do pot when he's
2: sleeping, you <laughs> mean? <laughs> he only does it two times, really. Daytime <laughs> and, nighttime. and nighttime.
1: That's right. I swear he uses R2 as a bong.
2: <laughs> uh there's another story here to cover, guys, and that is that. You know the the novelization of Solo: A Star Wars Story is coming out soon, yeah. And when it comes out, we will learn more about Han Solo and about his time uh, on his home planet. And we're also going to learn about another character that was predominantly featured in that movie. Spoiler alert here, by the way. We need a spoiler alert, like you know. Yeah, we do. Or we really do. Yeah. Um, we're going to learn more about. It's A little character named Darth Maul that appears in Solo. You mean the character that was killed
1: in the Phantom Menace? Yeah. Hashtag Christine Holco was right. <laughs>
3: Christine was right. And um, can, you, can you isolate that clip for me, just quick? Aside, can you isolate <laughs> that audio clip yeah, for me? No, 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 no like just
2: edit, edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah, let yeah. me uh, let me just make a note of the time here. <laughs> Fifty-eight forty. All right.
3: Damn it. You're the man, Steve. Thank you. Oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> Um, well, let me redo so, it.
1: Then at least I get yes,
0: guys. Mm-hmm. At this point, seeing is um, yesterday. I had uh, a couple minutes to spare with uh, Mister Dave Potter over here, and he was kind enough to point out that the Meg, the summer yep. blockbuster, the Meg, has yep. now officially grossed more dollars in the box office than the solo movie yes. worldwide. Are we in a point where we're going to get that solo sequel? Do you think this is something that happens, or do they just shit can this whole idea? Because we got a pretty major story thread out there with with Maul hanging out now. Yeah, they'll, they'll wow. continue. Yeah, they'll, so, they'll they'll continue. I want to go
2: back to the Meg. So, I, I'm unaware of this. So, the Meg has taken in more box office worldwide than yep. <laughs> solo.
3: That's incredible. Yep. Hang on, I'll, I'll look it up for you real quick. Wow wow uh
2: well my question is do we want it and do we need it more so than are we going to get it i mean look if they make it will i see it yes because i'm a lemming and i will put i will see anything they put in the theater basically if it has a star wars title on it i'm going to see it do i need to see it Did I need to know that Han Solo's name was assigned by an Imperial officer and have that mystery taken away? No, not really. So I'm not sure that I need, that I'm clamoring to see it. Would I see it? Of course.
3: Do I need to?
2: Eh. So
3: as of taping day today, Solo, a Star Wars story, worldwide box office gross, $392.6 million dollars. It's the number fourteen movie for the year worldwide. The Meg has just passed uh, four hundred fourteen point four million dollars worldwide. Wow, and it's <laughs> still going. Wow, and it's still going. It could uh, it could pass Rampage, which I'm kind of rooting <laughs> for because I think Dwayne Johnson is overrated. <laughs> well, there's always a bigger fish.
2: Oh, damn, damn. There you go. Mm, that deserves that actually deserves. I. You, you get back. I do Sorry. want this movie to
0: happen. I do want this movie to happen, actually, guys. I okay. really enjoyed Solo. I thought it was a. a I I I liked the Alden. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just fine. Nico uh, disagrees with me, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. I will be sad if we don't get the continuing adventures of young Han Solo. I, I'm with you.
3: I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I think it suffered from a lot of things that had nothing to do with the fact that it is a good movie. And I I would be very interested in seeing a sequel, but I am skeptical that they're going to do it. I think uh, I think the money making juggernaut has got has made them a little little gun shy now because they've had this problem with Solo to put a hiccup in things. They're they're throwing a major monkey wrench into their Marvel machine as we just talked about with Guardians of the Galaxy and James Gunn, and I think they're going to freeze up, and I don't think they're going to do a lot of these uh, you know a Star Wars story. Separate solo movies anymore. Oh. I think we're going to be relegated to finding out about this in some uh, some crappy tie-in novel in three years.
1: Mm, yeah, that seems. And when good. I say
3: crappy, I mean book that I'm really looking forward to purchasing because I love all <laughs> the Star Wars novels. Well, that's a good segue because guys, we
2: need to uh, we need to honor our sponsor for this week, and that's Audible.com. I don't know if you know that they're a sponsor of the show, Scott. I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Audible.com yeah. is your number Adventure. one. Your number one source of internet audio content. And they are offering, this week, Audible partnered with the Wretched Hive Podcast to Sweet. offer a free audio book. This so, week
3: only. This so week, week only, boys and girls.
2: What a bunch of swell people. <laughs> Act now. A free audio book. All you need do... Operators to turn... are standing by. Oh, and by the way, you also get a 30-day free trial of their service so you Um,
0: can check it out. A
3: free book. Shut the front door.
0: Somewhere, somewhere I heard they were giving away a 30-day free child. I don't know (laughs) where I heard
2: that. Steve may have said
0: that, but it's it's a free trial, It's not not... a free child. All
2: you need to do, Scott, is go to audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's audibletrial.com forward slash hive and you can claim your free audio book. Now, I always have a sample to give and they the, the Solo novelization is not out yet. No? It's coming soon. Does your sample go in a cup? However, <laughs> however, <laughs> I do have Solo, sorry, Star Wars, the Han Solo trilogy, the Paradise Snare. This was written in 2007. Oh. Have you guys re- read the uh, Han Solo trilogy? I have not, but this is written by A.C. Crispin. It, it is. It is one of my favorite authors. A.C. Crispin. Narrated by David Pitou. This is Star Wars, the Han Solo Trilogy, the Wasn't Paradise... Wasn't Casey
0: Crispin the guy in the Saved by the Bell show? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I'm going to go with no, no
3: on that one. That was Mark Paul Gosseler. <laughs> Narrated by David Pitou. Check this out. And she had been Han's closest friend since she'd come to live aboard Trader's Luck nearly ten years ago, when he had been about nine. Shrike had found Han when he was five years old. Homeless and begging in an alley, and put him to work with the other charges aboard the luck. Each child aboard Trader's Luck was given an elementary level education so he, she, or it could learn to count money.
2: <laughs>
1: I am now officially listening to
2: everything. You're, you're going to update your subscription, aren't you, to audible.com? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Guys, all you need to do is just do this right now for us go to audibletrial.com forward slash hive. And check it out. Give it a shot. You can do it free for 30 days. Download a Star Wars book or any other kind. There's thousands of books to download. So many books. Just go to Audibletrial.com forward slash hive for your free audiobook. Do it now. Don't, Don't make
3: Don't me meaner. come down there and Everyone. beat your dumb millennial ass, because <laughs> I will. I've had a long fing <laughs> week and I'm looking for The Wretched Hive Podcast.
2: All right, let me uh, let me cue up our next story here. Ooh, oh, this is a good one, guys.
3: Yeah, because the rest of these stories have been utter shit. Oscar <laughs> Isaac in the news
2: now. Oscar Isaac, uh, he's he's got some opinions. That old Oscar Isaac, he's not afraid to share them. I wouldn't call him old. Well, he's young, yeah. I guess. Young Oscar Isaac, but <laughs> he uh, he came out pretty large in uh, USA Today. Yeah, and uh, he did, yeah. Okay. Oh, All right, you know, he is the reason why my wife will go see Star Wars films. Yeah, he's a handsome man. God, yep, drives me crazy. yep. The ladies like uh-huh. the Oscar Isaac, and he weighed in on Oscar's decision to add a category called most popular film. Yeah, I'm kind of with Oscar on this. Yeah. He says it seems pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He literally says, uh, it seems pretty stupid, Isaac told the USA Today in an interview for his upcoming political thriller, Operation Finale, which hmm. appears in theaters Wednesday. Have you guys heard anything about that? No, I have not. Okay.
3: I he hear he it has a big a, finish.
0: He plays a uh, a Nazi hunter and he's hunting um, Ben Kingsley, who was on the other side in Schindler's List. Yeah, so. That's interesting.
3: Ben Kingsley was a ben-
0: Nazi? In this new movie, he is. Oh, he's a Nazi okay. in the in the new the one with Oscar Isaac. He's the I Nazi. I thought. I thought. Uh, uh, never mind. I missed. Yeah.
2: It's a yeah. yeah. Um, that's Oscar Schindler you're thinking of, I think. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Different Oscar, Star Wars actor. Not Oscar I, Schindler. I
0: thought he lived in a trash camp.
2: That's Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I thought he had a roommate, and they complained about everything together.
3: I thought he was one of the all-time NBA great basketball players. That's Oscar that Robertson. Oscar Robinson. Okay, okay.
0: Anywho.
2: Uh, Oscar
0: Isaac. I wish I wish, Here we go. I wish the listeners could get the video feed just so they could see Steve's, Steve's eyes roll whenever we start doing this.
2: I'm trying to read the news, and you guys don't let me. Um he says, "Listen to this, Oscar Isaac." Nice. He says, "This is this is actually a great quote." He says, "I don't really understand it. I haven't read the rules of the thing. It seems pretty dumb, but I guess it's above my pay grade." <laughs> so there you go. Stars sounding out at uh, the Academy of Motion Pictures. You, you need, that's where Sciences. you needed
1: the sound clip of mm. Finn screaming, "The greatest pilot ever!" <laughs> He's
2: the greatest. Oh, pilot. That's a pilot. That's a yeah, pilot. Right. Now Oscar Isaac was in some other news this week Uh-oh. on the it, yeah surrounding the DC universe. Ooh. Get this there's a rumor and this is uh, from the GWW.com that's Geeks Worldwide. Okay. Exclusive WB has met with Oscar Isaac for an unknown role in The Batman. I'm going with Two-Face. I'm going with the Batman
1: no, the hmm. Batman. Okay. Matt, Guys, we're
0: skipping over the fact that Oscar Isaac was already um, in the worst X-Men movie produced since the last stand. So What was he in? You don't know because it was a horrible movie. Oh. He was in He played uh, Apocalypse himself in X-Men Apocalypse.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh
0: what
2: my
1: did, gosh. I, was I'd it really? You about it...
0: that? Holy cow. Huh. Yeah, Apocalypse was awful. Oh, the only the only worst X Men uh, movie out there is The Last Stand. It's even worse than X Men, the Wolverine Origin, and no. the second Wolverine movie. that,
3: that is some strong, yeah. strong mojo right there. That worse is... than X Men Origins Wolverine. No, yeah.
1: oh man, I'm gonna disagree with you on that.
3: Oh,
0: it's horrible. It's wow. a it's a giant steaming festering pile of shit.
1: It's got its problems. I won't deny that. But I cannot say it is worse than Oh, seriously, man. It's that's the worst Deadpool ever. What are you talking about?
3: Better Greg, better or worse than True Detective season 1?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go.
3: Festering pile of nonsense, I believe was Oh my the God. quote from Dave
0: I that I was would rather years have a ago. one-on-one discussion than, with Glenn Fry than watch X Men Apocalypse. Wow! Wow. <laughs> wow! I can arrange that. It's
2: not a problem at all. <laughs> oh my! God. Yeah, we don't have to do that again. Um, uh, listen to this. So, um, Omega Under- Underground has learned from sources. I love these sources. These sources that Star Wars actor Oscar Isaac has met with Warner Brothers for an unders- undisclosed role in the in the Batman. So I don't even know about this movie. You guys need to fill me in on this.
3: An so oper- Batman is uh, this alter ego that uh a character named Bruce Wayne assumes. So, <laughs> d- never mind. I'll talk about it with you off the air.
2: Is that the uh, 70s and 80s guitarist? No, that's Bruce Hornsby. Sorry. <laughs> it's Bruce Hornsby. Sorry. Uh, Damn.
3: Wait, I loved, his sh- I loved his one-man show on Broadway. No, wait, that's Bruce Springsteen. Oh. God. I love the guy in the uh in
2: the tower, the Nakashima Tower when he's the lone, you know, police Oh, that's Bruce Willis.
0: Never mind. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was a karate master, guys. I'm pretty sure he was a karate master.
1: Mm. I think that was Bruce Lee. Mm. Oh. Mm. You're killing
3: me. guys. Oh. Um, who, would, who would win a fight? Bruce Lee versus Muhammad Ali, who would win? Does he have a gun? Both in their prime? <laughs> Both in their prime. No, he does not have a gun. Ooh. I don't care who he is. Neither of them have guns. He <laughs> can't do
2: the Indiana Jones and like roll his head and like. I, um, I'm going with Bruce Lee. I'm holy going. cow! That's yeah. yeah, but just think of I Muhammad know. Ali standing over Frazier and that that cut. I know, I know. You know, in his prime. I know.
1: I, I still think Bruce quickness. I think yeah, the agility, the the the, the sheer power that that guy had. Hmm. I I don't know. I'm going with Bruce.
0: Unlimited
2: power! (laughs) All right, what are we talking about here? Let's go back to the Batman. All right, so um, an offer has not been made, but there is talk that Oscar is very interested in being part of the movie. Hmm. Uh, I saw another article where they were suggesting that, um, what's his name, Ben? Affleck. Affleck Affleck was going to leave, and they were thinking about replacing him with Oscar Isaac. Is is there anything to that, Greg?
0: Since, since he's gone into rehab, because he just recently went into rehab again. Bruce that's Affleck, the story. Ben, Bruce Affleck. Ben Affleck. Sorry, guys. I've got Bruce on the brain. Wow. Um, ben Affleck. Um, since Ben Affleck recently went in, and maybe I should be going to rehab too. That's that's another story for another time. So. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and by the way, good for him for seeking treatment if he needs it. Yes. I'm
0: proud of him absolutely. And, and good for Absolutely. And good for his ex-wife, Jennifer Gardner, for getting him there too, because apparently she was very instrumental in doing it. So yeah, good, on, good on both yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, since he is now in rehab, uh, insurance might be a problem for Mr. Affleck. So he may step out of the role uh, because it may be too hard to insure him to continue the role. I see. Okay. That's the rumor in the
2: scuttlebutt. As Dave well, was. setting aside his rehab and his personal problems and everything, I'm not a big fan of Ben Affleck as Batman.
0: Really, I, I liked him as Batman. Actually, yeah. I I thought he did a fine job as Batman. I would go see him. I would have gone to see his uh, solo Batman movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind
1: of in Greg's boat on this. The only problem I had with the new Batman is just how extremely violent he was, which I don't think is mm. Ben Affleck's choice. I think it was more Zack uh, Snyder's yeah, choice. Yeah,
0: it's the it's the Zack Snyder murder verse. So that's just right. part and parcel for what it is.
3: <laughs> right. I could I could. I could take him or leave him, as Batman.
0: Yeah, I just... I, I will say some of the choices, though, at Justice League were very disappointing. Uh, it was very un-Batman-like to be so um, wishy-washy about his place on the team. Yeah, the the Batman in the Justice League from the comics was always very confident in who he was and what his place was, and that wasn't so much the case in the Justice League. Oh League.
3: my God, I, you guys know I'm not a huge DC fan, but. I would pay top dollar for the original art from the the Justice League sequence where uh, Guy Gardner gets in Batman's face and challenges him to a fist fight, and Batman just turns around and cold cocks him and knocks him out with one one shot. And everybody's standing around over the unconscious Guy Gardner, going, "One hit, really? One hit? That's all it took." Yeah, Man. that did Mateus
0: run of of Justice League from the early was is one of my comic book runs. It's just
2: genie. Oh, here's here's a throw down. Who wins who wins this fight? Batman or Bruce Lee?
3: Oh, Batman.
0: In a heartbeat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I would say that. Wow.
0: He was trained by the hand, or whoever it was. Not the hand, whoever it was. The <laughs> League of Shadows. League of Shadows training.
1: Wow,
2: where
0: did you go right there? Okay, Muhammad Ali Bruce Lee versus Batman.
3: Batman still wins. Yeah,
1: but it's that a long... Batman can
3: beat just about anybody in a, a hand-to-hand combat fight. It's a nice, long,
1: drawn-out fight between Batman and Bruce Lee.
3: Hmm. Okay. Like when, when Marvel and DC finally did their Justice League crossover uh, in the early aughts with Kurt Busiek, they, they had the inevitable Batman-Captain America face-off, and I think they spent about a page and a half two of them just kind of looking at each other and shifting their fighting poses never actually throwing a punch, and Batman's finally like, you know what, we could just stand here and punch each other out or we could go figure out what's really going on, and Captain America says, okay, and they take off together. And that was a, a tongue-in-cheek nod to, I don't want to have to have the two great fist of, you know, hand-to-hand combat fighters of the universe, of these respective universes, face off and have to make a decision over who would actually win, because there's, there's no way to satisfy fandom in that regard.
1: Yeah. But that 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 buildup, the 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 sparring of two types of characters like that has been around forever. I mean, the the Bruce Lee character and uh, the Green Hornet faces off against Robin in, I think, one of the original TV shows. Is that correct?
3: Hello. That's a, that's a deeper cut than I'm able to do tonight, Scott. I'm yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. I don't. I uh, was there. Was there a, a Green Hornet. Bruce Lee, era Green Hornet, and 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 um,
3: Adam West. Adam, oh, Adam West. West,
0: thank you. Ugh, I can't believe I blanked on that. Um, was there was there a Bruce Lee era Green Hornet, Adam West era Batman crossover between those two shows?
3: Yes,
1: and there was. Was a, there really? Yeah, and there was oh. notoriously there was a draw between the two characters, so it wouldn't make Robin look bad. That's what they were that. worried
3: about. Looking at Robin's costume, that's what they were worried about making Robin look bad. <laughs> yes. Scott, I thought you were making this up, but I just Googled it. There is a Batman versus the Green Hornet with Bruce Lee. I I thought you were making this. I stone cold thought you were making this up.
1: Do I have new cred with you finally, (laughs) Dave? That's all I'm begging for right now. (laughs) On on,
3: on this thing, yes. What happened happened when Bruce Lee fought Robin on www.thelastdragontribute.com? Wow. Yeah.
1: Scott, I believed in you. Thank, mm. you, mm. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's good. It's it's actually an interesting crossover. So check it out sometime if you get a chance.
2: Available on Blu-ray. So who wins, Bruce Lee or Vader? One-on-one. Vader. Vader. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's funny you think it's Vader because our last story. Let's go day, with guys. it. Yes, nice segue. Star Wars actor David Prowse course famously played the man in the he was the man in the suit he played darth vader yes and uh david's getting up there in age a little bit he's he's uh hasn't gone out to as many appearances he's been signing stuff from afar for mail away uh offers and and things like that he's really not doing the cons anymore he is officially retired from life as darth vader Hmm. this is uh actually from a terrible source of news <laughs> mirror.co.uk oh uh, but uh, it, it, it this is this is accurate but this uh, boy mirror let's let's not source this from the mirror anymore the, these guys are terrible okay but um, that's okay Star Wars fans have flocked to conventions over the years in a bid to meet Darth Vader himself but now David Proust the man inside the famous suit has pulled out of his upcoming public appearances after officially retiring.
0: Pulled out of my right. Uh. The British actor.
2: <laughs> the British actor. I love. I love how he throws it out there, and then you know. Uh, the British actor, seventy-two, has previously announced he would retire from both personal appearances and conventions in January, but moved the date forward. David Prouse, when he was in his prime, was a uh, a powerlifting champion, I believe he may have won. Uh, he was the champion for the the entire United Kingdom, really, for powerlifting in the seventies. Did he? Was he one of the other guys that also appeared in the old
1: Hammer
0: horror films with uh, Peter Cushing? I think he had some unspeaking unspeaking or non-speaking roles in some of those Hammer horror
3: films. He also played a weird-ass role in Clockwork Orange, too. Oh,
0: that's right. Oh. Weird-ass oh. in,
3: in fairness, are there any non-weird-ass roles in the Clockwork Orange? <laughs> um, good point. Good point.
2: <laughs> uh, he also was... Uh, he gained a lot of fame in the UK for playing a character that... Like, a sort of a cartoonish character that taught kids how to safely cross the street. He was like the... <laughs> street crossing yes. guard man or something oh, wow. and yeah I, I he was, he's, that. fa- he's he's famous from uh, of children, people that are age that were kids when wow uh when we were kids know him as the, like the crossing guard guy yeah yeah, yeah. But david Prowse retiring anyway uh, did you get a chance to meet him when he was uh doing the circuit i have I ever met David Or Comic Con or anything? Anybody meet him? I certainly uh, I didn't.
1: I didn't officially I meet him, but mm. I do have an autographed action figure
2: from oh. him. So Oh that's cool.
1: My most famous Star Wars actor that I've met is probably Peter Mayhew. Oh. So Chewbacca. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to count the lady that played Greedo after the guy that played
0: Greedo when they had to do reshoots.
2: Hmm.
1: Which is one of the most disturbing Star Wars stories for another episode. Yeah, I think we... that's a
0: that's a really deep cut there, Scott. I I, I don't think that person's more famous than Peter Mayhew. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Um, the coolest one I will say though is Uncle Owen, the original Uncle. Owen. Oh yeah, he was oh, cool. Yeah. He was. He's amazing. no longer with us. I he think. is no longer with yeah. us. Yeah. I have his. I actually have a, a, the Uncle Owen box set mm. signed by him. Yeah, and he was just
3: a really nice guy. Mm. So. Yes, okay. Sir. Speaking it... of box sets, yes, we have to resolve <laughs> Scott Watch, which has become Steve Watch now.
0: Mm. All we right. have oh. to
3: set we have to set a date to resolve this. Oh my! Like like the UN, I'm here to broker this and and participate if need be. If people missed out on this last episode, and shame on you if you did, or shame on you if you're still listening to this one at this point. But Scott showed me. <laughs> the dvd of his documentary narrated by anthony daniels right, well, hold on, on, on. The Star let's, Wars let's, movies. let's
2: make this official let's make this official i'm gonna do some editing and clean that oh god you're kidding me i'm gonna you guys i'm gonna kill you uh, let's make this official scott watch it Scott, do you own The Last
0: Jedi? Uh, no, I do not. You are fake news. Wow. I think that Jameson is, has warped Scott's brain over the years, and I think he's just blacked out all of the 90s. Don't be rude. I
3: just <laughs> want things to be factually correct. Is that too much to ask? Is that really too much to ask? We are fighting the fake news. It's fake. Phony. Fake. Okay, let me take a deep
1: breath <laughs> and a big swig of Jameson's. Here we go. Can I be been nice to Scott? Scott! Hello, Scott.
2: Oh, oh my God! It's ridiculous. Scott, why? 2018. Well, I am holding in my hand something that Scott just handed me. Oh my god. And uh, let me play the theme music for that really quick here. Oh, that's a good part. It's a disc. It's a disc. Not a. So, what is this that I'm holding here, Scott? That is the it's story got 3PO's face on it. That is the
1: story of Star Wars as told by Great. C3PO. Sir Anthony Daniels. C-
2: Sir Anthony Daniels. Hey, 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 hey. I'm cleaning just, it. I, I don't want to if I drop
3: it. I'm yeah, sorry. Hey, I'm yeah. a little nervous about so, holding such a high quality
2: disc here. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I
3: thought Scott was making this up until he showed this to me. Yes. God, you have no faith in Scott, sir. What the hell? Did he I know. pee what in your knees
0: or something like that?
3: <laughs> this is It is so absurd that something like this would actually exist to me. I thought he was good-naturedly pulling Steve's leg with this, but well, in no. Dave,
2: in Dave's defense, Scott did claim that his car exploded. So, I mean... <laughs> well, yeah, wow.
1: my car did explode. My truck did not explode. Oh,
2: okay, all right. Anyway,
1: so,
3: yeah. hey, this was Scott's... This was like a bonus disc with something that you bought that was like exclusive at Best Buy in like the 2000s when Best Buy was a store people went to to buy things that they no longer buy. Am I am I correct on this? That is correct, yes. Okay. Yes. And it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> and the deal is Scott will buy The Last Jedi. We will go to Target together and we will all watch him buy it <laughs> as long as Steve sits through this documentary. But – I added something extra special for this,
1: right? Oh, Jesus. Is that not is that not correct? We had this discussion, Dave. I, and
3: I, I I think this is I think this is fair because there's also a choice here for you, Steve. Oh, we there's a
2: choice here. Okay. It's, it's
3: not a Star Wars choice. We don't need the music. Oh, it's we don't not need the music. Star Wars no, no, choices. And you know, I don't want to put you on the spot like this. I don't want to make it official with a bumper. All
2: right, okay.
3: But uh, you're gonna. You're going to, while you watch the documentary, you're going to uh, be sipping a nice, refreshing beverage out of a C-3PO mug. I
1: I don't have the mug, unfortunately. I had school tonight. I wasn't able to get. No, no, no. This is an actual golden
2: C-3PO head. Oh, God. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Did you buy that for me? Yes, I did. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, all right. So, um,
1: But there's one extra thing we haven't. Fully 100%. Yeah, there's one more thing. Who are you, yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Jobs? If this happens, the only way is you will hold the disc. I'm adding a little bit extra, Dave. I'm sorry. You will hold the disc when we are done, mm-hmm. and you will be holding C3PO's head with whatever drink you want to have in it, and you have to be giving him a kiss on the cheek. Okay.
2: Now, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but, but, but if you do
3: that, you don't have to watch the documentary. No. I think I'd rather watch the documentary. <gasps> oh man. That's
2: a
1: lot that's a lot of Anthony
2: Daniels, my friend. Oh my god. How long is it? I think it's forty Nine seven. Nine hours.
1: Forty seven minutes.
2: Oh my god. Wait, how long is it? Forty seven Forty seven minutes. I don't know. It's alright. All right. Um okay, and if I if I do this, you're gonna buy a copy yeah. of The Last Jedi. So
1: honest to God no well, no, the C three PO part.
2: Has to come in there with the mug. You
1: gotta at I'm least Three least you gotta ahead. hold up the disc and at least have the mug next to you.
3: I want one photo, which is fair because we're gonna get a photo of him with his last Jedi to memorialize. Us. I will do that. All right, okay. I will do that.
2: All right, and then you. Have to wear a Last Jedi t-shirt. I don't own one. I will loan one to you. Oh, you'll loan one to me. And hold up the movie next to yourself wearing the (laughs) t-shirt after you've
3: watched, after you've bought it. So that we can memorialize for all time. Here is how the, the matter was resolved. This is awful. That's
1: that's I can't fair. I believe I'm about we'll to We'll both to this. do that. If you accomplish that, take that photo, I will wear the shirt and buy the the Blu-ray
2: cuz I don't have the the 4K yet. Well, I think we said you could buy any version. Okay. Whatever
3: version. But it has but it has to have that documentary with it. It has to be something that includes the documentary. Is it on VHS? Yeah. That's all I want to know. <laughs> I don't think it's on VHS. <laughs> Damn it. All,
2: all right. right, I'll do it. All right. Deal. Woo! Okay. See that handshake right there? You guys are terrible friends, oh, terrible friends. It's because we love you. I know. It's the Star Wars Tweet
0: of the Week! Yee-hoo! Really?
2: Curious. Because everybody knows that Twitter is a source of endless positivity.
3: You're gravely mistaken.
2: Come to your senses! Well, uh, there are a few Twitter accounts that are kind of funny. Sometimes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Greg,
0: what do you got for us this week? Guys, I kind of feel like I'm cheating this week, but I thought this one was uh, I thought this one was cute. I had to go with it because uh, it, I got a chuckle out of it when I scrolled down and down and down and down and down and down and down. and the at Twitter handle if you want to follow it is at Star Wars 9 yet and Star Wars is Roman numeral so at Star Wars IX yet. He asked a simple question is Star Wars 9 here yet? And he answers it every day. And the answer every day is of course no. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> so every day he posts a new tweet simply with the words no. No. Oh my god. <laughs> that's brilliant. So please give him a follow is Star Wars or Star Wars 9 yet and mm-hmm. just check it out it's because if because when, one day the answer will be yes and I'm assuming he's going to blow up his Twitter feed at that point. How many followers does this person have? Uh, he has 269 oh. followers. That's has. more people than listen to this show. <laughs>
2: 269. 269? <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. It oh can't be
0: 269. God. That's... 200, 259 tweets. 259 <laughs> tweets. All of them are...
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts. Wow. That's actually pretty brilliant, though. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, that's great. All right, God, let's get the hell out of here. All right. I can't believe I have to watch that. <laughs> yeah. 42 minutes of Anthony Daniels. I honestly don't know how long it is. Uh, it, it might it might only be a half an hour. I think we might need to bring the bad Star Wars battle out of retirement after oh, this. You're gonna love it. Uh, you're yeah, gonna I... love it. Alright, I'm up for the task. I'll take one for the team. Just to see you walk out of Target with the last Jedi in your hands. It's uh, yeah, worth it. I'm good All right, guys, episode 69. 69 is in the books. <laughs> this is a fun episode, guys. Yeah, Some major editing is gonna happen with this episode. No way. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll do like a director's cut. Yes. I'll just release the original and then do, release it as a director's <laughs> cut. Um guys, if you have ever listened to Anthony Daniels talk for 42 straight minutes. And stayed sane after. Oh. Give me a call because I need a tip right now. I need to know how to handle this. That's 562-455-4483. Uh, 4, 5, 5, 4, 4, That's five six two four 5, five five hive That's H-I-V-E in case you can't spell HIVE. In case you
3: can't spell HIVE. Thank you, sir. Uh,
2: you can, by the way, download our app. We're getting some more downloads on the app. People are checking it out. It's a very, very simple app that our crack app development team, me, yeah. came up yeah. with. And uh, it's always free, on the Apple App Store. It's called the Wretched App. Check it out. You can stream the show, play clips from the show. We'll have a new release. I'm hoping before the uh, next episode, the next couple weeks. Up. Oh, Scott has it on super, on his phone right super now. Jazzed.
1: Um,
2: you can also find us at thewretchedhive.net, and you can navigate to thewretchedhive.net notes on the Wretched App. So you can. Uh, it's all in one convenient location. You can find us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast on Twitter at Wretched Hive Pod and uh, if you haven't subscribed to the show, please subscribe to the show on iTunes. Leave a review. Five stars, one star, any amount of stars. We don't care. We just want to hear from you. Listeners of the Wretched Hive Podcast. Episode 69 is in the books. Last thoughts.
0: Anybody? I don't have any last thoughts. (laughs) Screw those things.
2: (laughs) Screw last thoughts. (laughs) All right, well, it's been a fun show, guys. Have a great weekend. May the Force be with us all. May the Force be in my pants. <laughs>
1: oh my God.
3: That is some solid, solid gold work right there.